everyone, this is your host, Jessica. But you can also call me Chess, which is why the name of this podcast is Grounding with Chess. This is the space where we can have real life conversations. As a yoga teacher, healthcare professional, a mommy, a wife, and all the roles that you can think of, I created this space for us to connect and to have real life conversations as we were sitting in my backyard drinking a cup of coffee, a tea, and having a few crackers with it. In this podcast, we talk about a wide variety of topics such as yoga of the mat, motherhood, everyday roadblocks, lifestyle, tips, insights, experiences, and a lot of limiting beliefs that we encounter in our life. So if you're ready to get inspired and powered and just reminded of a few things that we can get to talk about, what about you join me on today's episode, shall we? Thank you so much. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, that would help if I gave her the right Zoom. Right. <laughs> How are you? My love? gosh, I'm so good. I'm so good. Have you had a good week so far? Yeah, busy week, but um, good. <laughs> okay. Good, 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 good week. Good week. How's your son doing? Oh, he's so good. He's he's the freaking best. That's such the best. Like I was, <laughs> I was literally writing in my gratitude journal this morning, and it, it, there was a weird prompt because usually it like makes me list like three things. You know, it's like a self-made prompt. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to this one page that said, you know, list one person you're really grateful of and why. And it's like a full journaled page. And I, of course, my son was like the first guy. Thank God, that came to my mind. And so I was like, man, the love as a mama that you have with your child, it's just unreal, unreal. And the love that they have for you is so unconditional. It's like, you could yell at them one moment and the next day they're just like, or the next like hour, they like forget that it even happened. I could learn a thing or two about that. (laughs) Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. They teach us so many things every single day, just to be patient, Mm -hmm. just to be patient. So good. So good. All right. Okay. You ready, girl? I am ready. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Welcome, everybody. Joining in, we are live with Jessica Garcia Zayas. What's up, girl? (laughs) <laughs> I had to send you in. I had to send you in because your spirit is so joyful. Um, for those of you that don't know Jessica, she is a teacher of yoga who empowers and guides women through self-love, mindfulness, and meditations. She runs an empowerment wow mom group, which is amazing. I also get to experience being a part of that. So lucky me. She's a <laughs> part of the podcasting family, nurturing us not only through our ears but she visually just gives us beautiful inspiration every day on instagram and she's just helping the everyday 
overwhelmed and busy-minded mom. She is a queen of self-love. She finds us a way every single day to look inward and find inner strength and confidence and over... I mean, I've only known her for maybe half of a year now. It seems so much longer than that because our souls know, know on a much deeper level. But she infuses your life with just joy by her smile and her energy. And just literally, she's the reason why she's like self-love is because she literally pours it into you. Like, oh, girl, well, <laughs> mind drop so girl tell us more about you tell us about you we want to (laughs) know you're gonna make me cry with that oh my god (laughs) oh guys no joke she is feeling it it is real this is real this is what it's about right here this is what it's about (laughs) yes and we get to honor and lift her up because she's always out here honoring and lifting all of all of us up every day and she's doing it she's doing it so we get to recognize that in each other when we see it so thank you girl thank you oh my goodness thank you thank you so much for this amazing opportunity and like you say we have known each other uh we were introduced by a mutual friend um just be inspired so shout out to just be inspired um she goes by Jen's just be inspired but actually her name is uh we share the same name <laughs> i always say the power of the jesses <laughs> power uh, just just jessica squared <laughs> yes <laughs> so so yeah i'm very grateful that she uh connected us because we do share uh um a vision and a passion for empowering women, empowering moms. And because as mother ourselves, we do understand the like the meaning of empowering each other up. Instead of like ripping each other apart, we believe and we feel the importance of like grabbing each other by the hands and, and rising all of us together. So yes, I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful for you. And I'm very grateful for um, the your audience to allow for allowing me to share this space. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, so my much. gosh, we are honored. We are honored. We are honored to be in your space. So um, love that. Yeah, Jess is really amazing, guys. She's at Jess Be Inspired on Instagram. Uh, she does crystal and Reiki healing. She's an incredible individual. So absolutely check her out as well. Thank you for this connection because it is absolutely fruitful how we've been able to uh, pour in each other's lives and watch us create our visions together. It's so beautiful. I'm curious though. So when you say like tearing women down, right? We see that all the time. Like, have you had personal Mm -hmm. experience with that? Like an experience where not, not to like talk crap about anybody, but just an experience in your personal life where you felt the impact of not being supported. Definitely. I, I have experienced, um, yes, I have experienced it because let me tell you, I, let me share a little bit from yes, please do. why I have, I, and why I have experienced this type of, um, feeling and it is because I'm a teen mom so for those that don't know I'm a teen mom for the first time I became a mom when I was 19 so I actually got pregnant when I was 18 and um it's not that like something that I was um 
when I found out that I was pregnant, I never regret, regretted my pregnancy. In the contrary, I was always very centered in my head. And although I was very young, I always, like, from the very first moment that the pregnancy state came out positive, I was like, yes, it was a godsend. And I, and I have faith in God and he will guide me through it. That I had all the answers. No, I'm 32 <laughs> now. And I still don't have all the answers. This morning, I was literally crying because of something that happened with my older daughter. And I was like, and I was telling my niece because my niece is living with us. And she's like a, another daughter for me. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like this morning, an hour ago, I was asking my, my, I was asking, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> How do I deal with this? Because now she's a teenager. She's 13 years old now. And honestly, you got to take it one day at a time, one day at a time. So, so yes. So I have felt that tearing down because I have not experienced a lot of support throughout my life for different situations, different reasons, but from the closest people. So, and those are the ones that hurt the most because if mm. it's a friend, yeah, you get to pick your friends, but family, you don't get to pick your family. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, not having support from your family, I feel is one of the more, um, the most um, like doubtful experiences that you can have in your life. Because when you don't have that support from the people that you care the most, it's like, if they don't trust in me, if they don't believe in me, if they don't support me, who will? And then you start doubting yourself, you start creating the whole story in your mind, and you start feeling guilty for every single step that you take. So yes, that's that story in a short... condensed the condensed version we know that the healing process looks much different <laughs> oh yes 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 and I love my family don't get me wrong and of course I, you know I love my family and and they challenge me they do challenge me <laughs> they give you all the opportunities to grow oh yes yes definitely <laughs> yes that's how we know that we are healing when we take uh, situations that don't w- seem like it would work for us we make it work for us right And that's what you did. That's what you did. So then like growing up, like feeling that those implications, like how did you start to see it rise in you to want to create a change? Right. Because like you get hurt and damaged so much. A lot of us get stuck there. So like, where did you see that transition happen for you that you're like, okay, enough is enough. I'm making some changes here. Well, um, (laughs) my, my, I, I feel that like everything started at a very young age. Mm-hmm. I was 10 years old. I'm, I'm originally from Cuba. So, my, <laughs> so I am, um, uh, I'm Cuban. I left my country when I was 15 years old. But before that, my mom left the country when I was 10. Oh, so wow. that was like a, um, a very wide awake, rough, wide awakening, because although I was I still a kid, um, I had to like uh, rely in other people than my parents at a mm-hmm. such a young age. And I know, yes, they're still alive. Gratefully, they're still alive and they live very nearby me, although we don't unfortunately for now we don't have a very healthy relationship but I think that I have to I feel that I have to go through my own healing before I am able to um approach our relationship you know in a healthier way oh my gosh 
So, that takes courage to set those boundaries. Yes. Because that's what I'm hearing you say is that you've had to put up some loving boundaries around yourself to protect you from whatever was coming up for you when you were young. Yes. Yes. And I don't say this very much, very often. And honestly, I feel it's the first time that I say it in a recording. So, um, because I, it makes me emotional and I, I don't want anybody to think that I don't love my family. I do love my family, like I said earlier, but I do feel that in order for me to show up better for myself and for my own kids, I have to go through my own healing and my own uh, path before I can be able to serve others in a healthier way. So, yes. Oh my gosh, literally, I felt that. I really felt that. I think that a lot of us think that when you're healing, you have it all together. That you, mm. Like you said, and you woke up this morning like, I do not have this figured out. I've been a mom since 19 and I still don't have it figured out. Like I'm still figuring it out. And so what I'm hearing is like grace. We get to give ourselves grace and pay attention. So like, where is it in your body? And, or how did you start making the connections? Like, whoa, like I have a choice here. Cause I'm, what I'm hearing is you have, you have, you made a choice because things weren't working for you. Things were not allowing you to show up fully as your true self, especially with your family. And it really shows. So how did you start seeing that happening in your life? Oh, the patterns, the patterns. Uh, I was very, very anxious. I was very stressed out. Anything that even the, the smallest thing could trigger me. And I, when I started seeing these patterns, I, at the beginning, because I, before I started like, like developing this mindfulness around my behavior, I was like, is the Cuban side of me? You know, we're always yelling. You know, we're always reacting. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah I, I was making it as an excuse. And I was like saying, it's the Cuban side of me. You know, I, you can get the girl out of, out of Cuba, but you cannot get the Cuba out of the girl. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and then um, even my husband once told me, uh, oh, from what part? Because we, we met here and we are both from the same city but we're not from the same town in Cuba, right? So okay. uh, when we met each other, he always met, joke around like, uh, you're, you're, you're not from the city. I'm like, yes. And when, when I started like getting the hood out of me and he was like, oh, you cannot deny it. You cannot deny it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, my boyfriend calls it rat. Like there's a ratchet part of me that comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's there it's there we try to keep it dormant but yeah it's there <laughs> oh yeah but we know when it comes out girl right it's like you know yeah it's not mama anymore it's mama Sita. she coming out <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah so um so after i i started like seeing this pattern i was like no i gotta cut through the shame because if i don't want the same movie to play over and over again from this generation my future generation and then on and on no somebody has to make a change and that somebody has to be me and that's how I started and actually I started I started not because I sat down in my in my bed and I had a an enlightenment moment I started no <laughs> I started thinking about that because I was laying on an ER bed with an anxiety uh, and stress episode. And that's when like reality 
like really hit me on my face and said, it's time to wake up. It's time to do something about your behavior and your health and yourself and your life. If you want to see something different than what you have lived until now, you got to do something different because if we continue doing the same thing, we're not going to get any, any different result. We have to do something that is not the same. So, and that's me. Oh my gosh, y'all, the power that I just felt through that share. Thank you. Thank you. Especially because, you know, you say that this is the first time you've actually really like said this in a recording. I'm sure you shared the story before with people that you're connected with closely and in your own life, but it's like to share that on this platform. Wow. Thank you so much. And you bring up so many like amazing growth points for people to take away not only the grace, but like noticing when in your life it is not working and it's unfortunate or fortunate, depending on how you want to look at it. Cause anxiety saved your life. Essentially mm-hmm. the experience of anxiety changed your life and I can resonate, but once you recognize that you're like, okay, enough is enough, enough is enough. And Albert Einstein has a really good quote and he says, that if uh, you do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, that's insanity, yes. right? So you are literally driving yourself insane. You're literally driving yourself insane. But you understood at that moment in time, I am responsible. I am fully freaking responsible. There ain't nobody going to save me but myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have like a connection with the divine universe that has a big play in that. But until you make that decision, until mm. you make and it's a decision which is crazy because we make it we're humans so we overcomplicate it I mean you literally deal with overwhelmed mommies every day mm-hmm. right and a lot of the times it's because we're we have all these different narratives you called it a story but it's like all these different ways that we've learned at a young age which they say from the age zero to I think like 10 or 7 is when the subconscious mind is really programmed right? So whatever narrative you're being told at that age really solidifies in a running background program. And you kind of prove that with what you learned as a child. I mean, you said that your parents left at 10. Yes. Right. And so it's like, oh, Mike, like your primary caregiver, whether it's a mom, a dad, an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, if the stability of that is not there, we're already put in a position that makes us, makes it harder than most, right? Yeah. But the beauty of it all, right? Because I always talk about beautiful mess. Like when I'm scattered, I'm like, it's a beautiful mess. It's okay. I'm allowed <laughs> to be messy. It's okay. Yes. And I love that because like you sharing that story with us, shows us you know what yes I'm here every day inspiring yes I'm here infusing love but it's only because you know what it really looks like and feels like to not have it for yourself exactly and and girl that right there like I literally my eyes are welling up because that right there is a true testament of real love girl like (laughs) oh my god I I feel it and I feel you I feel your energy from here. And so it's beautiful that you literally took something that literally broke you down, put you in an ER and you're like, all right, it's time to make a change. So going forward, you left the ER that morning. You're like, okay, this is it. So you already have your kids are grown because I don't know how far into mother 
motherhood you were in before that happened? I was 29 when that happened. Okay. So 10 years. So your, your daughter, your daughter, right. was 10. Almost 10. And that was the, the birthday. Let me tell you, I went through a crisis that I, I, I also feel that, that, um, that, um, uh, affected what have what was happening to me uh influenced not affected influenced what was happening to me because she was about to turn 10 so a lot of memories were triggered well, because when i was 10 my mom left oh so all these emotions, yes all these emotions were like boiling inside of myself and i was coming home crying i was every single day crying because my daughter was about to turn 10 and then uh, and then uh, um she has already turned 10, I'm sorry. And then the all the all the thing that I was like like thinking was like, if I if 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 my daughter doesn't have me, what's gonna happen? Mm. But if if I if I if, if you know if I'm not in my daughter's life, so like all these things and all these emotions and like it was playing and playing all over again in my head and on the the sensations that was my body was experiencing what happened back in 1999 when my mom left so <sighs> so you know and and we're talking about so i was 29 i have to do the math i'm sorry <laughs> you're a girl you're good so, so it was 2018 yeah that was 2018 september 2018 i was about to turn 30 and then and and then so we it whatever was going on it took me back to 1999 when my mom left so, so yes, yeah, everything together, it was like a boiling, you know, a boiling, boiling pot or yes, volcano. Boiling it pot. sounds like a volcano. It ain't a boiling <laughs> pot, girl. That's a volcano ready for <laughs> eruption. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You bring up such a beautiful point about how trauma gets re-triggered when we haven't dealt with it. I mean, I don't know if up until that point, you really realized like the impact that that traumatic event at that age had for you. Did you already know it at that point? I was not as aware because I was always like uh, what I was, I, I was doing what I was taught, like um, not paying attention to the emotions because mm-hmm. it's part of life. Right. So I was like in denial. You're a strong Cuban woman. You don't deal with that. You strong. You, you can't be <laughs> tapping into those emotions. Let people see your weakness. Right. You're right. You're right. Yes. No, you have to be the strong wonder woman and everything because no, you, we can do it all. And then I was always on denial, but I have never. And one thing that I can tell you for sure that I had never resented or have any, anything like held back against my, my parents for leaving. I know their reasons and I know that it is something that um, every Im- immigrant um, have to face a one, from one moment, you know, like one uh, weight of another, but at 10 years old, you cannot tell that to a 10 years old. But then after I was getting into adulthood, I said, you know what, you know, they did the best. They were doing the best they can, what they knew. And I was in denial. I was in denial. My whole entire time I was in denial. It was after I started learning how to process and like face my emotions, like face to face, like right on. And that's it. And, and just deal with it at the moment, you know, and instead of denial. And up to that, this point at 32, I was, I sometimes I, when I have conversations with my older niece, because she's 17 now, and then mm-hmm. we have quite a, quite a few things in common. Last week, she told me, Tia, 
like aunt it's okay name the thing you don't have yeah she told me and she reminded me like name the feeling name it call it by its name it's okay so yeah like you say that we are in a healing journey doesn't mean that we have to that we have it all figured out we still go through the process just like everybody else but you said something earlier that i that i like very very um reinforce that it takes a personal decision and a personal and a personal like 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 mindset to say you know what whatever it takes to start my own journey to set the boundaries to go through the healing to get inspired to whatever it is that you need to do it takes your own decision it's like I, i'm trying to teach and i'm saying i'm trying because you can only try to teach other people and to inspire other people and I was, t- I've been trying to teach my older daughter, listen, Gabby, I always tell her, listen, Gabby, I love you with all my heart. But if you don't love yourself, if you don't start loving yourself and like really showing that love to yourself, don't expect it from anybody else to do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. Mm. And if all it takes is that you say, I'm going to do it for me. Whatever it is, start eating healthy, start waking up and, and meditating, and start going through the healing journey, um, be more patient with yourself. Whatever it is that you need to, that you feel that you want to see a different result, it takes your own decision to take the first step and the step after and the other step. Yeah, you can have people, a support system. You, you Yes, you do need a support system. We all need a support system. I'm sure you have your support system. I have my support system. We inspire each other. We have our support system. However, the only people that, the only person that can take those steps is ourself. Mm. That's it. Oh my God, all the freaking golden nuggets. Y'all, you guys better replay that because she literally just gave you a ticket to live your life. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So I think something that you also said that was really important to take away is living by example, right? You can only hope that you infuse it into your life as a testament for someone else to notice, like there's something different about the way she shows up. There's something different about the way she lives her life. There's something different about her and it makes someone else question themselves, right? That's what we do as coaches and guides. It's like, all we are doing is living a life authentically and honestly real so that it could provoke a question within yourself to start making a decision towards the possibility of what it looks like to be your best self to, like you said, trying to be your best self. Right. And I think that's important. That's so important. And so you talk about self-love, you are the self-love queen, like legitimately, (laughs) I feel like there's not one, there's maybe one other mom that I follow. She's a stylist, um, but she also talks about self-love for moms, but you're literally the only other mom that I know uh, on social media right now that I follow that is like infusing it. Like you really nurture us. And I think that's really important to notice that you only know it so well is because you know the opposite. When I see someone that has a beautiful smile and it's like radiating from their heart and they're always filled with joy, I always think to myself, that person knows joy so well, no matter what they're going through, because they have experienced the latter. And the fact that they're still there smiling and happy and all of that, it lets you know that, oh my God, I I can do it. I can do it. 
And so you showing up for everybody every day, and this is like reciprocated, right? It's like, it shows people that yes, shit gets hard. It is crazy. Life is uh, full of ups and downs and growth is not linear, Mm -mm. right? It's a hot roller coaster mess. And sometimes it breaks down. Sometimes it gets cut out the top. Sometimes it's made like you just always all over the place. Tips, turns, all the things. Mm-hmm. But you show us that there's a way. There's a way. So let's, girl, let's get into some self-love. Okay. <laughs> I, got, I got everybody feeling all in their feels and thinking about what it looks like in their life to love themselves. So girl, like, where would you start that journey? So like you talked about journaling and I know you're an advocate for journaling and you talk about uh, going inward, right? Yes. And so let's talk about that. Let's talk about what that looks like. <sighs> wow, Christina, <laughs> I had to take a deep breath because it's not very often that, and I'm, before I go into, into self-love, yes, let's it's not very it. often that you hear the words that you just said to me so I want to thank you before we continue Mm. moving forward because you are one of the very few people um that say that say this night very uplifting things to me and this is just a reminder for me to continue doing what I'm doing and what I decided to to begin on doing because we I do feel that we do need the world needs more people like us and I'm not talking about perfection. I'm not talking about nice, beautiful pictures and a destination <laughs> of your desire. No, I'm talking about, like you just said, real shit. Because life gets, and I'm sorry, I that's one thing I'm, I'm, I'm working on, cursing a little less. <laughs> I, because trust me, if you want to see me cursing in both English and Spanish, put me in a roller coaster. I hate roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> there's no other words for that because that gets because and and that it's tied to um being out of control I feel mm. so out of control and when I get off I'm like oh, that felt so good but no getting to sit on that on the roller coaster is like a whole anxious uh you know like stage that I don't want to experience it I stay away from it but whenever I have, I have done it it's like yeah it's so good after but throughout the whole entire thing I don't enjoy it at all so so yes life gets messy and it doesn't and it doesn't get messy uh with previous anticipation it just kicks you like that and Mm. it throws you off and it throws you down and like and I was just talking to one of to my um texting because we text each other every single day she's one of my best friends she's my little daughter's uh godmother and she was just texting me like we are so in shock because somebody they know is actually their daughter's dad. I mean, their daughter's friend's dad mm-hmm. that just passed away like that in an accident yesterday. And I was just before getting here with you on screen, I was like, holy crap. Like life hits you when you least expect it. So, oh so yeah, with that said, the only, the only reason I, I shared this is because life gets tough. Life gets easy, life gets tougher, life gets, you know, softer. So we, you just have to bring your awareness to ride the waves mm-hmm. the best you can. Mm-hmm. So, and not use excuses, just find answers, find ways, find the tools, find your support system, and grow 
and grow, you know? We're not talking about being the best of you because we think you're any less. No, we are talking about being the best of you because we believe that there are powerful people in the world allowing the stories on their head to rule their days and to rule their life. So yes, there are many possibilities, many options, many choices, many tools. And yes, we share these tools with you because we feel that yes, there is powerful people and not powerful being CEOs or CFO. No, not, not powerful in society, powerful with your authenticity, powerful with your yeah, insights, yeah. with your wisdom, with your experiences, and that you can share that with the world. So yes. <laughs> I wanted oh my to- gosh. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, my love. You're welcome. And self-love, self-love starts just like that. First of all, like waking that awareness, bringing that awareness and making that decision that every single day you can do something to travel inward and mm. to meet your true self. Because a lot of times, and this is something from experience too, we allow ourselves to get caught up in the hamster wheel mm. in the needs of high society, in the high demands, in all the hats we wear that we forget about ourselves. And, in that, and it's not just women. I mean, women talk about it, but men experience it too. And oh, this sure. is, yeah, this is something that because I'm doing it with myself, I have noticed it with my husband. Like, And then I remind my husband like, you know, do this for yourself. What about if you do this? What about if you take five minutes? What about if you take, if you do this today and if you don't get to finish it, that's okay. So I also remind him like to take it easy, to take it one thing at a time because we get so caught up in our heads that we forget to come into our hearts. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I, I, I and I have it and, and I always say it, like we have to use the tools to unite our mind, our body, and our hearts. Yes. You know, yes. our hearts. Our hearts is what unite the mind and the body. And I'm not talking about physical exercise. I'm, I'm talking about the way that you care for your outer self and your inner self. So, and all, and I feel that everything starts with self-love and not being selfish. Self-love is means like caring for yourself, paying attention to yourself, giving yourself what you need. And I'm not talking about a bowl of ice cream, three hours of Netflix. No. <laughs> a day of the spa. No. I'm talking about getting to know yourself so you can give out to others like in a healthier way, in a healthier way, because it is not the same to, and I always talk, I don't know if you have heard me talk about feeling your inner cup. And the way you fill your inner cup is with self-love. And if you, if you think about, you have a cup and you start getting out and taking out and taking out and you don't bring in and you don't pour into it, that cup is going to get dry, dry, empty. So you have to continue nourishing that cup, filling that cup, because it's, it's like, it's like a, if, a better example. It's like your, your bank account. If you spend all the money that you have on the bank account and you don't have any source of income, what's going to happen to you? You're going to get broke. You're going to be broke by the end of today. You know? Yep. <laughs> so you have to bring in and take out. And I'm a Libra, so I'm all about balance too. 
you know so you give you 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 give to others you give to yourself you give to others you give to yourself you pour in you take out so it's all about balance Mm, I love that. I love that. I think it's so important too that you touched on the male perspective of self-love because when we talk about self-love, it always comes from a divine feminine part. And I think as a woman, right, it comes more naturally to us to love ourselves, but men are not being taught that it's also okay to love you. This is very applicable, if not more, even applicable to those who don't know what it means to be sensitive to self, what it means to go inward and get to deal with their own emotions. I think it's even more prevalent for that. So I love that you bring that up and how you doing that for yourself, you get to, again, go back into living by example, infuse it into your family and your home. And I talk about that all the time in the process of healing. It's like, you can't tackle what's outside until you're getting it done inside your home, right? And you talk about filling up your cup. I say that all the time. And this is something that I've been focused in um, in the past month or so. I've really noticed just how much it's hard for me to love myself. And it's as simple as when somebody gives me a compliment, what do I do? I deflect. I'm like, oh, girl, no, you are amazing. Like, you're awesome. And there is a difference, right? Because I'm like, ultimate hype girl, all about like hyping up my people. But at the same time, it's like, can you just sit there and acknowledge and accept a compliment and be like, okay, I mean, you literally just said like, you don't get to hear someone like praise you for your accolades and all the ways that you worked so hard because the work is hard. This is why people don't want to do it. That's why we got people out here shooting up, you know, all these different places. It's because like literally, and, and that's, this put it lightly, is just, they're not doing the work. They're not doing the work and we get to do the work. It is a privilege and an honor to spend time with yourself. That's what it's about. And you show us ways to do that, which is so profound but you start in your home and that's where you go. And for me, loving myself is the filling the cup. I would, I would be reactive girl, Filipinos. We get crazy too, girl. We got, <laughs> we got that ratchetness in us and we get real sassy. I mean, exactly. sassy is a light way to put it, but we get sassy <laughs> and we get loud, same thing. And so for me, I just noticed that I get really reactive. I get so reactive and that reactivity bleeds and it hurts other people that you care about the most, you know? And I love that you tell us to recognize when that's happening and you get to love yourself first so that you're not pouring from an empty cup. And, I, and you brought up selfish versus self-love, which I think is so important for us to distinguish the difference. And I think that selfishness is very transactional. When you do something in expectation for somebody mm-hmm. else to do something for you, that is when you are not in self-love. Mm-mm. You're not in self-love, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you when you love yourself, you're doing it from a place of no expectation. You're doing it from a place of being, not yeah. taking. And people, and there's a lot of takers out there that will yeah. take and take and take and take and take. And they won't even, regard. they will have no, no idea or inkling that that's even what they're doing. So again, mm-hmm. protecting yourself is huge. setting those boundaries those healthy emotional boundaries Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and celebrating our wins girl knowing who's around (laughs) you to praise you and lift you up and there's nothing selfish or self-centered about that at all 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Growing up, my parents used to tell me, well, not my parents, but my stepdad used to tell me, and I knew it was in good faith, but you know, he would tell me things that would deter me from trusting myself, mm. <laughs> you know, like you, you don't make good decisions or I was always in trouble and grounded, which in turn is like, you don't know what you're doing and we have to punish you in order for you to learn. Right. That mm. was like, that's like an old pair. That's like an old patriarchy thinking of back in the day. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I really had to work hard to unlearn all of that. And I'm still learning. Like I'm literally learning and the anxiety that you talk about, like, oh my gosh, I was having major anxiety attacks at the beginning of this year. I had a lot going on. You know, I went through a divorce in 2020. We separated in 2019. And it's like becoming a single mom, doing it all on your own, working a part-time income, not knowing how in the heck you're going to feed your child and pay rent, like all these different things. And it's conglomerated into like these panic attacks I was having in early this year. And finally, I was like, you know what? My mental health gets to come first. My mental health gets to come first. And I've taken some intermittent FMLA at work, um, which I don't know if I should be sharing that because I'm sure there's like a privacy disclosure. But girl, if you can put your heart out there, I'm putting my heart out there too. Um, so yeah, it's just very interesting how you go through these transitions and uh, how you've embraced the life. Oh my gosh, girl, so much, so much juiciness yes. in this conversation. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. 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 One thing I'm hearing from you in, and I want to um, honor you for that is the vulnerability that it takes for us to, to not only do the work, but acknowledge the work. And we call it work not because it is a, oh, a pain in the butt to do it. No, because it does takes commitment, consistency, and intention. So that's work. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the vulnerability that you sharing also that, and it, we don't share for us to feel sorry, not at all. It's just to let you know and to share with you that we are real, that we are humans and that we go through the ups and downs of lives just like everybody else. And that we still doubt ourselves, that we still get the anxious, um, the anxious stages, but there is a difference now. The difference is the awareness that we have and the care that we have nurtured inside of us. That yes, we still go through these stages, but now we said, now we identify. And it's not labeling, it's just acknowledging and say, yeah, I'm feeling this, I'm going to feel the emotions. Because before I used to cry because mm -hmm. of the whole situation. And my husband used to ask me, why are you crying? I don't know, that was my answer. I just wanted to cry, but at least now on the, on the other side, we go like, yeah, if you feel down, it's okay to feel down. Cut yourself some slack. Don't, don't say, oh, you're not allowed to cry. You're not allowed to feel down. You have to stay up. You have to, no, it is okay to feel down. And it is okay to know that when you feel down, if you need to be by yourself, if you need to reach out to any, anybody from your support system so they can help you get lift up, yes, that it's okay. And know that we do that too because we are human and we are going through the process and it is a journey. That's why I call myself the grounding journey because it is a freaking journey. Mm. There is no final destination here. <laughs> <laughs> 
doing here? You know, it is a journey because like you said earlier, learning is not linear. Healing is not linear. It is a process. And it is a process that we got to be aware and mindful that it takes consistency, that it takes a process, that it takes a day-by-day commitment. Why? Because it is a journey. There is nothing set on stone here. So we just have to go and, and, and ride with the waves and just like that, without expectation, without any controlling, obsessing, planning. And I shared about that the other day on Instagram. Like I, I was, a lot of my anxiety came, anxiety came for that because of the obsessive controlling, the obsessive, obsessive thinking, planning, like trying to like take control of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes there are things that you got to take control of and there are things that you just got to ride with the waves and that's it. Like I yeah, told my yeah. daughter, like I told my daughter, GWTF, and she's like, what, what's that, mommy? Go with the flow. Go with the flow. <laughs> because, you know, when I have my older daughter, 13, and my little one is five. They're eight years apart. So, but my little one is very sharp. And sometimes I say anything, you know, those white lies that we tell our little kids, like the park is closed when we know it's always open. <laughs> and, then, and then my older daughter could like, the park is closed. And I'm like, GWTF. And I had to make those acronyms just for her, like not to like say those things because my older daughter is like that, you know? And I have to learn how to um uh how to deal and how to manage their both of their personalities because they're so not different. The so yeah, different. Yeah. Different. And she was like, the park is closed. I'm saying, GWTF, <laughs> go with the flow, go with the flow. Don't wrap me out. Don't wrap me out. We can't go right now. I don't want to hurt Just stay quiet. The park is closed. That's amazing. You got to do what you got to do. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. I also hear like trust the process in that. Go with the flow. Trust the process. Trust the process. You talked about controlling. This is so good. This is so good because I think some of us who don't realize when you can't let somebody else or you cannot go with the flow, controlling is a way of protecting. Controlling, you control situations. You can't let go because you're protecting yourself from whatever hurt that you've experienced in the past. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I notice for me, when I get in a moment where I like, have to know every detail. I'm overanalyzing and I'm like, this, this, and this can't happen. And I won't do this. And I'm not following that rule because God forbid somebody tell me what to do. Right. I know better, but that control I've realized as I go deeper and deeper with like, why am I so like hard, like on these situations? Like, why am I so adamant that it has to be done this way? Why am I so close off to possibilities? And then fear creeps in right? We control because we are so fearful of the unknown, but really that fear is, is also a way of protecting and keeping us safe. So I love that you talk about the grounding journey because grounding comes with safety and you can't have a journey of healing unless you are grounded. And that is so profound. And people who don't know, like chakra work, right? Like knowing that the root chakra is where we find our groundingness. And you know all about that because you also teach yoga. So there's like this centeredness and being where you can incorporate your healing work into body movement and stillness, which is so beautiful. We can get into that too. But um, 
So controlling, controlling is a very, it's very telling of yourself. If you find yourself in a place of always being, wanting to be in control, not wanting to have somebody tell you what to do. I really invite you to ask yourself, like, where am I closing myself off to opportunities? Because when you are, when you got those blinders on, you know, or you have the cone, like the little dogs, when they get surgery and they can't like lick their wounds or whatever, when you have that cone on, you only see what you allow yourself to see. But when you let go of the control, when you go with the flow, Mm -hmm. you start to see like, wow, there are, there's so much more open here for me to tap into that I get to grow from. And so I think that is beautiful that you that you bring that up and you teach that. And with your, with your going back to something that your cut, your niece had told you about claiming how you feel in these moments of control, anxiety, and all these icky feelings. I like to call them like grungies, all the things that Mm -hmm. don't sit well with you. You said something to like claim how you feel. And I think there is a, a important distinguish distinguishing um language that you use versus I feel versus I am a lot of times with emotions we say I am sad Mm -hmm. right we know from a universal uh, affirmation point I am is very powerful it's very powerful you teach Mm -hmm. affirmations all the time I'm always tapping in to you and uh knowing that you are not your emotion your emotion mm. is something you feel, something that you transition through. And I thought that was like, oh my gosh, you said that. And I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> we get to claim how we feel, not say that it is what we are because our emotions don't make us who we mm. are. Mm. Right. Yes. Yes. Very, very powerful. It is very important to say that I feel sad or I feel because feel is just uh, a transitional moment that you are experiencing at the time Mm -hmm. but it's not going to stay there forever it's Mm -hmm. not who you are and it's not who it's not what it defines you either so it is that that is very important because um yeah when I was talking having that conversation with her actually we were in our drive to North Carolina and when we went a couple of weeks ago and then one of the things that she said to me was like that yes it is okay to name the feeling to name what you're what you're feeling what you're experiencing and yes I do feel this way because I do have a lot of healing to go through still and that's okay I if, if I only try to control my healing the only thing that I'm going to get from that is overwhelming more anxiety because I I know better and I know that I just have to take it one day at a time and sometimes it's not even one day at a time it's one breath at a time because that day it might start very well and at midday something happens to you that it just throws you out of plan out of whack whatever and just have to like diverse reroute and then address that mom, address that whatever is happening right at that moment, you know? So yes, I feel sadness. I feel happy. I feel uh, whatever it is that you feel, but you get to deal with that feeling, to face that feeling, to sit with the emotion that you're experiencing and just, and just be open to see what's on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so and that's something like very powerful that I I do I have experienced myself. Like this morning when I was, I was sharing how my date started with my daughter, 
I just came home and I said, you know what? I am, I, you know, I feel stressed out. I feel that I need to get grounded because I do too need to get grounded. And you know what? I'm just going to get on my mat, just link my breath with my flow, nothing heavy, just very slow, gentle movement with my body. Why? To get out of my head to get grounded because it is the root chakra, which is, you know, the very first chakra and it's all about safety, being grounded and security. So I need to come back to myself, get out of my head and get grounded in myself. So that's what I did. I just connected and I allow myself to feel what I was feeling and I allow myself to also do something about it. You know, instead of like sitting in the corner, like, oh, poor me, no. No, <laughs> the victim, the victim part of who we are is not pretty. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so no, I did. I, you know, I, I felt that I deal with it. And I say, you know what, this is what I'm choosing to do. And look, that's it. 15 minutes later, 15 minutes. And I posted it right before we, we got here into this, into the recording. I posted it 15 minutes. That's all it took. And that's another thing that I always talk about. I don't have time for myself. I do have the same 24 hours that you have. It's what you make with your time that makes the difference. It's what you make with your time in your day that will eventually create that life that you desire, the, the outcome that you desire, the healing that you desire. So it is what you make with your time. That is mm. one of the key factors in your journey. Yeah, it goes right back to you talking about intentionality, right? And this is a this is a beautiful way that you can actually take your controlling self and convert it, transmute it to something mm. positive for you, right? We we're talking about control and how we use it as a mechanism to protect, but you can use it in a beneficial way. It doesn't have to be a restrictive control. Mm. It can be an opening control. And that's what you just talked about with the breath work is you, you talked about having control. And I was like, oh my God, aha moment. Mm -hmm. This is how you can have positive control in your life by tapping into your breath work. Because it's like, you know, uh, I'm sure you, you teach this in yoga, the pranayama. Am I saying that right? Pranayama. Yes, pranayama. It's like the, right. It's the practice of controlled breathing. And yes. that's exactly what you're talking about. And so it, you know, it literally removes toxins. When you get to a biological level, right? This is nursing me. It's like you breathe in oxygen, you exhale um, carbon dioxide. So yes. you, but then the carbon dioxide also feeds plants. So it's like crazy how there's this, this cycle that you think about just in breath work alone. That is so beautiful that if you can just tap into that daily or whenever you start to acknowledge it, you talked about connecting mind, body, heart, and soul, which is something that we like, Oh, it is a teaching that you and I are so aligned in, um, you know, and it, it's about connecting all of those things. And the breath work is the, is a way that you can really get in touch with every single part of those, those points. So yes. I think it's really beautiful. You share that with us. It's so big and big ups to your knees too, by the way, yes. I think that clearly it's like reciprocated teaching because she probably knows that way of being because she gets to spend time with you. So some of that has absolutely infused into her because it sounds like you guys spend quite a bit of time together. Oh, she's living with us. And oh my God. Yes. I did not even know that. I did not <laughs> even know that. I'm very blessed that she's living with us. And let me tell you, I have 
I have always looked at her. Um, I have no preference, okay? I have no preference. I'm, I'm, I'm on my nieces and nephews because I love them all the same. The closest one to me are, um, wait, I have to do the math. I have three, two, six. So I have six nieces and nephews. They're very close to me. Wow. And the closest one to me. And um, only two are boys. So in my family, the boys are outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> like Beyonce said, who runs the world? Girls. <laughs> so, so yeah, she was born when I was 15. And she was born in Cuba. She's the only one born in Cuba um, out of my mom's uh, grandkids. And um, and imagine, she was my late, she has always been like my very first experience as a mother. I have always, and although she's my niece, I have always seen her as, as a daughter of myself, you know, because we have always been that close. And when we, when we left Cuba, when we um, went to Costa Rica and then we travel here, it, we have always been closer and closer and closer. And um, yes, I'm very blessed that she's here. She has grown into a very smart uh, young girl. She's 17. She will be turning 18 in January. And it's like, I'm, we're talking to her about colleges and universities. And I'm talking to my 13 years old about high school. So I'm like, <laughs> when did I turn so old? <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> No way, girl. No way. You live a very rich life for sure. <laughs> very rich. I always thought her, the beauty of being a young mom is like, we are going to go party together and I'm your older sister. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. You get to play all the roles. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> yes. Open to the possibilities of all of that. Absolutely. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's so beautiful. I mean, that just goes to show you, like when you say, like when you live by example, being the influence, it's like, it is seeping into the lives around you that are closest to you. So why it's also important to be very mindful of who you allow in, because, and that's why it's even more aware now that that's why you get to, you know, keep your parents at a distance. And that's beautiful how that all just comes back in a full circle. And it's beautiful. And I love it. Oh my God, I just love it. You just used a word that I have included in my vocabulary, in my mindful vocabulary. You say you get, and that it's something very powerful. We get to take the first step. We get to be here recording this for your audience, my audience, and every single person that listens to us. We get to do our, you know, like, like do this. Like we get to express our authenticity. We get to express who we are and we get to do everything we do because it is our choice. When we say we have to, that feels more like a, like a obligation, dragging, like a dragging obligation. Correct. So it's like whenever it's like a, a small shift. And this is something that I, I learned from David G and from the um, one meditation teacher. And actually that's how me and Jess connected through David. Oh my gosh. I love yes. David G. Like, I love David G. Y'all, if you don't know who he is, David Ganner, Gannerland, right? Gannerland? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. He's incredible. You guys, if you need a guru and he hates, he doesn't even call himself a guru. He hates calling Mm-mm. himself a guru, but it, literally a guide. He is the most joyful 
meditative guide and who's so vulnerable. And I love that he's, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here, but I it's love okay. how he starts his meditations with such goofy, like jokes sometimes, you know, like he lets you lose. Yeah. So anyways, everybody check him out too. He's really great. Okay. Back to your point. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And that is something that he says a lot, cleaning our lens. And one way, and one way to clean our lens is to that we get to clean our lens, and the lens that we get to see, that really see whatever is in front of us, that we get to to experience what's right around us and in us. So that small shift into a word, it does have a huge ripple effect in our sensations, in our experiences, and in ourselves because we get to do whatever it is that you want to fill in the blanks. So that is even a, a journal prompt if you want to take it as a, as a takeaway. I get to and then fill in the blank. So that, that shift from have to get, it has a huge, huge positive effect in your mind and in your entire self. So try it out. It doesn't hurt to try it out. And if you don't experience anything at the first time, that's okay. Don't label it. Don't uh, don't say, I'm not going to try it again. Try it again the next day. Because sometimes when we try to do something, we are not um, like truly open and truly uh, aware. Uh, and we're just expecting. And we go to back to the selfishness. So mm -hmm. we sometimes we sit in meditation and we do these journal prompts and we do these um, practices that we tissue or we inspire you to do and then because you are expecting you say oh I didn't feel anything I didn't feel any enlightenment I didn't feel any I didn't feel anything at all because you were expecting mm -hmm. just be open to the experience just allow yourself to feel what it is whatever whatever it is that you're feeling at the moment even if it's not what you were expecting to experience and that's it that's it so just be open because you get to do it. Not everybody yeah, gets yeah. to do it. You get to do it. It is so. absolutely a privilege to get to grow, to get to transform. And I think when you talk about transformation, because this is all this is, healing work is transformational work because you cannot do the healing without transforming your life, which is why I used to like love using alchemy like as a word to describe you know, the healing process because you literally go from this like, basic mineral to like gold, right? That's what alchemy is about. It's about the transmutation of some, creating something magical. And that's, that's what healing work gets to be. And I love that you bring up the language because transformational work, part of it is reversing your language. Mm -hmm. How are you talking to yourself? And so going from, I have to, to I get to is a form of transformation. And I love that you say, it's not gonna feel right in the beginning. It's not gonna feel good. You're gonna be like, this is weird. Like I get to, like, <laughs> I don't get, no, right? Yeah. It feels awkward, but allowing yourself again to embody what you feel when it happens and then keep trying it again. It's building the awareness. And I always like to say like, when something is really uncomfortable, like really doesn't feel good usually it's an indication that you're stepping outside of the comfort zone yes right yes. and yes. again yes. we go back to grounding and safety we are we keep ourselves in a container because we think that being in this comfort zone will keep us safe 
Mm-hmm. But when you're really stretching, when you're really in uncomfortable and you're like, oh my God, this feels icky. But it's, you know, not to say that like safety, like if you're like safety as in like you're being held at gunpoint safety. I'm, I'm talking about like safety within self, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you start to feel that rise up in your gut, everybody feels it somewhere different, right? Like wherever the, the uncomfortableness comes from. But noticing when that's happening lets you know that something is working, in my yes. opinion. Yes. Yes. No, I agree. I agree. The moment that you take that first step out of your comfort zone, because it takes to take that first step. It is like, yeah, you're going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel weird. You're going to feel strange. And sometimes you're even going to feel uh, like strange with yourself because you're step, you're peeling out the layers and -hmm. you're stepping out of what you've been used to for the X amount of years that you have been on earth. So Mm -hmm. When my journey started, I was 29. So this, what, whatever I was experiencing, I experienced it for as long as I have my, you know, my, my, if I can remember what mm-hmm. 20, more than 20 years. So yeah. whatever I started to do, it was something different than what I've been doing for more than 20 years. So, so whatever it is that you're feeling is because you are doing something different. You're stepping out of that comfort zone. You're stepping out of that, that daily, um, complacent uh feeling that you have been uh nurturing or may- maybe not nurturing in a in a conscious way but you've been you know you've been in that automatic pilot for yeah, x yeah. amount of years you know so you're breaking through that and you you are walking on the other side and yeah it's going to feel weird it's going to feel uncomfortable that's okay <laughs> Just be with it. Just GWTF. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good, girl. You got to put that on a shirt or something. That is too good. (laughs) So good. Oh my God. Y'all, this is, this is just an amazing conversation. I can't even. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. Thank you so much. So beautiful. So you have a lot of really cool things going on, including a beautiful retreat that I saw. (laughs) You want to shift into telling us what that's all about in case and drop the date because, you know, people watch this later. They won't be able to participate, which is time is now. So (laughs) y'all pay attention. Pay attention. (laughs) Okay. So, um, it is on May 8th, so it is, I live in South Florida, so I live like very, very South. I um, um, we, I live actually in Homestead, so that's not even Miami, Miami, that's South, more than South than Miami. So um, we have this nearby place called Aloha Redland, and it is a beautiful place because it is not open to the public, it is a private space. Ooh. that this amazing lady have shifted into very grounding, nurturing, and high vibration. Christina, I would love, like, grab you and bring you here <laughs> just for you. Like, can I get you out of the screen and bring you here, transport you here so we can go together? Because let me tell you, when we go there, it's like, I don't want to leave. We have and I say we because I'm co-hosting it with one of my friends. She's also a yoga teacher. And we have even told her, can we spend time with you here? Like more time with you here? It's like, we want to like, yeah, go hang out with you. Come on, let's let's become besties right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. Oh, 
let me tell you because it is not a closed space it is so open full of nature the uh -huh. amount of trees and and you know it's like that energy that you get from when you come in direct contact with nature uh -huh. that i feel that we pick the perfect place and and yes nothing's an accident nothing is an accident <laughs> no i don't think it is so yeah so we're whole, we're co-hosting this one day to meet yourself and it is called one day to meet yourself because it is an opportunity for you to come to be open to the experience all the things that we have prepared and just be with yourself yeah you're going to be in community because we are hosting this uh, event for 20 people um but you going you are you are having the opportunity to get to be with yourself get to be with yourself we are having a few a few um modalities included we i'm going to be guiding the meditation part and the restorative yoga part and this is something i'm very passionate about because restorative yoga is now yoga for the lazy okay let me make that clear i'm sorry yes it is it is a, a modality of yoga that allows you to connect with your nervous system and slow down and i feel that is something that we can all benefit from because we live like i said earlier in this hamster wheel hamster wheel and automatic pilot that we are always in this fast pace and we need to like calm down, get restored and be able to connect with ourselves. So that is the part that I'll be leading. Uh, my co-host, co um, Fabiola, which is my secret lab, she will be leading a more gentle flow, yoga flow. We're going to be, be moving but in a gentle way. Mm -hmm. uh, and she will also be leading a sound healing session. Oh, like with sound bowls? Yes, samples, oh. and she has like this other. Um, I'm not going to say instruments because they're uh, like tools, but they're nature. And I have I always forget the name of this long one that I like because it makes this. And she said, she told me that's for grounding. I'm like, no wonder I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gravitating towards it. That's my jam. Give it yes. to me. <laughs> oh, and I always forget the name because you know, some you know, I'm not very good with names. I'm sorry, I'm not very good with names at all. So, yeah, she'll be leading that part. We have another yoga teacher that she will be leading journal by the fire. She does these journaling sessions down here in South Florida for the new moon and the full moon. She's La Luna Wisdom. Uh, her name is Joanna, and she does a journal by the, she will be leading the journal by the fire. And I can wait for that to happen, honestly. Another friend of us, which is also a Pilates teacher, she will lead in a Pilates session, but nothing crazy if you think Pilates, like getting hard on your core. No, she is like, yes, Pilates is also that, but she will be centered on uh, uniting our chakras. So Ooh. I can wait for that to happen. <laughs> and our, and I said our, because we have the same Ayurveda doctor, me and Fabiola. Uh -huh. uh, Jesus, uh, La Casa del Dharma, he is going to lead a mindfulness talk in relation to the thyroid and the Hashimoto disease, which is an, an, an autoimmune disease. And why the thyroid? Because, um, because again, the fast pace, the women, that we can do it all, we have to be in control of everything and that we're always like 
high, you know, on the go. So yes, he's going to talk about mindfulness in relation to the thyroid. Wow. So yes, it is a day full of variety, different exposures, different modalities for people to like, yes, experience the different, the different um, styles, right? And mm -hmm. we are including an Ayurveda meal, an Ayurveda lunch, which is also um, our Ayurveda doctor was the one that said, yes, these are the things that will nurture and 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 um, feel, uh, like nurture the people, but not make them feel heavy yeah, and like uh, dragged down. So it will be a very, very uh, complete Ayurveda meal that we're providing for um, for the guests that day. And the ingredients that we're using are grown on the on the place on the Aloha. Oh Red my Red. god, this <laughs> sounds like a freaking dream! Yeah, of course you don't want to leave it. Like when you're infused with that much like high energy love and education and wisdom, it's like yeah, I'm not gonna leave, and I'm absolutely gonna be sustained by the earth that is like right here in front of me. That is like incredible incredible oh my gosh and for people that don't know what what ayurveda is will you tell them what that is real quick okay ayurveda it is the science sister of yoga and is the and is actually what teach us how to be how to live a more mindful and wholesome life mm, so it's <laughs> like it's like the true symbolism behind nourishment and because nourishment are you better nourishment right because you guys are doing are you better nourishment how there's healing properties and yes. in the foods that we eat and that's what you guys get to do with with how you're incorporating foods from the land and, and, and yes. using it into the practice oh my and the, the food that we eat and also in our lifestyle because ayurveda is, is also like can be referred also as a lifestyle because it not only teach, teach us to eat and to um, uh, like get the nutrients that we need in 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 referring re reference in how do you say that reference in reference there <laughs> yes. you go in reference there you go <laughs> you got in a reference <laughs> in reference to our own body type because not not all body not every person is the same mm -hmm. uh, like energetically mm -hmm. so it teach us how to eat in reference to our own um vibration and energy and our own body needs but also in a more holistic way of living so it is mm -hmm. that it's a holistic way of living so that doesn't mean go vegan okay that doesn't mean go meatless no it means to live a holistic and mindful way so yes i love that i love that you also talk about that just because you're holistic doesn't mean you need to be vegan <laughs> very good oh. clarification oh yes very yes 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 <laughs> yeah your girl over here she she likes her protein so i yes. love knowing that i can be holistic and be mindful of my foods and still eat my protein because i gotta get my protein in <laughs> correct correct <laughs> oh my gosh okay jess and what is like one last thing that you would want to leave with our audience based on everything we talked about is there like a download that's coming down for you that you're just like oh my god if you didn't take anything away which god we just infused love and just wisdom but if there's one thing that you could take away from our conversation just to reiterate or really just take home some some idea what would that be for you i have quite a few things but if i have to pick oh my god one, yes. <laughs> if i would have to pick one i would say 
don't be afraid to take the first step. Whatever it is that you're heading, that you will, that you wish for, that you are, that you've been wanting to head towards to, don't be afraid to take the first step. And even if you are afraid, that's okay. That it's okay. Be with yourself and honor yourself, respect yourself, because at the end of the day, the only person that we get to hang around with 24-7, it is ourselves. So, yes. Truth. Truth. Yes. And another takeaway, and I know you said only one. No, girl, <laughs> give it to us. Give it to us. We want it. <laughs> it is that allow yourself to step into the self-love journey, path, feeling, emotion, whatever it is you want to call it, because... At the end of the day, we're not doing it. We're not doing it just for your, ourselves. We're doing it for the people that are watching us, mm-hmm. our kids, our nieces and nephews, the community, uh, your higher, the higher power, whatever it is that you believe in. Yeah. You know. So don't do it just for yourself. Doing it for us from a selflessly, a selfless standpoint, and not from a selfish standpoint. Doing it, do it without expectation. Do it without mm-hmm. any. Um, goal attached to it just do it for your own benefit and the benefit of every single soul around you and another takeaway find your support system because (sighs) we do need our support system we are not meant to do it alone and it is something that I love about Brene Brown and we have mentioned (laughs) we have mentioned and I will not end this conversation without mentioning our biggest queen Brene Brown (laughs) Our queen of vulnerability, Renee Brown. Yes, Yes, girl. Yes, (laughs) she has taught us so much, and something that keep that she keeps very real. Humans are men and wired for connection. Yeah. Don't think that you can do it all alone. Mm -hmm. Okay, we are not meant to do it alone. And whatever you're feeling, whatever I'm feeling, and whatever everybody else is feeling, hello, you find your support (laughs) system. Pick up the phone. I'm telling you now, find your support system because we do need that support. But you got to be very mindful on who your support system is. Okay. It's now that you are going to say, oh, what are you going to contribute uh, into my life? No, don't look at it that way. Look at it at your support system that are going to be there to support you, to lift you up, to inspire you, and to even just listen to you whenever you feel that whenever you feel the downs in life, which is okay. It's okay to feel the downs because we all are, we have all been through that. And I'm sure that we'll get through more downs in our life because that's how life is. Life is a roller coaster. And, and, you know, it's like this, Yeah, it's like an ocean, you know, an ocean is always steady. It is not steady. I love the ocean. It is like a mountain. I love mountains too. Are all mountains the same? No. So support but find your support system because we are find your community find that you know like like that circle because at the end of the day we are wired for connection and it is okay to connect with other like-minded people and know that because me and christine are miles away physically but we are so like close to each other energetically that it is not even funny guys (laughs) (laughs) so true yes and so true and, and it's okay to have, like, even if you have somebody on the other coast, on the opposite coast where you live in, know that you have that person that you can count on and that you can, like, 
really said, you know, listen to you and that's it. Be there for you. Yeah. And you got to be there for them too. Mm -hmm. So yes, your biggest takeaway, those three, I leave you with those three. (laughs) Those are so good. The connection part is big. It's something that I think as a mother too, you know, again, in that mentality of having to be strong and having to do everything on your own and you don't want to inconvenience other people. It's like, no, like you get to lean into the support and don't be so, that is a selfish act. I think when you say that I don't need anybody, like I can do mm-hmm. this all on my own. That is very selfish because people want, you'll be surprised when you start tapping into people that you ask for support from, they want to do it for you. Like they, they want to love on you. They want to help you. And it's just so uncomfortable. I, I was even like reaching out to a family to help me watch my son, you know, because I was in this healing intensive program that required me to be engaged for like 12 hours at a time and asking for that help is so uncomfortable. It's like, Oh, I don't want to. And I don't want to give it that control. And that's where I got to really ask myself, okay, like, why are you trying to control this? Why aren't you allowing other people to love on you and your family? It's like a reciprocated thing, right? So yeah, being open to that support is big and you're right. Connection is everything. It is everything. And that's what we're really missing. If anything came out of this pandemic, it was the Mm -hmm. dire need for connection and it created opportunity for us to do that. Because I feel like without it, I feel like the possibility of us being open to having these Zoom calls and interacting from a distance, hundreds of miles apart, wouldn't have been as relevant as it Mm -hmm. is now today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's beautiful. So there's possibility in all of that. Yes. 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 Those are so And we get juicy. to do it. We, we get, get to, to do it. it. <laughs> yes, girl. yes, girl. Yes, girl. We have to say the yes, girl out for no reason. We get to say yes, girl. Yes, so, yes. Okay. So super fun. At the very end of all of my segments, I do a this or that. And so it's just a fun way to- <laughs> Just did not know this was coming. I did not prep her. <laughs> No, no, no. This was not anticipated at all. <laughs> this is so, the letting go and going with the flow part. GWTF. <laughs> We're really applying everything we're learning in this yes. podcast right now. Um, yes. So this or that. So it's a segment that I like to just end the podcast with to have fun, to get the audience to know you and just to do like bullet firing responses. Again, we get to test your overthinking skills. Ready? Uh-oh. <laughs> Ready or not, come on. Here we go. Okay. Um, di- uh, no dishes or no laundry? Oh, no dishes. No. <laughs> uh, okay, when your kids were little, teething or sleep regression? Ooh, sleep regression. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so rough. Uh, do you, would you rather have a good sleeper or a good eater? I guess this kind of goes hand in hand. A uh, good sleep. I need it all the time. <laughs> Self-love. <laughs> Self-love, y'all. That is a self-love thing. Uh, Okay, when you're on the airplane, aisle seat or window seat? Oh, window. I'd love to look outside. Mm. Oh, yes. yes. (laughs) Uh, Pancakes or waffles? Ooh, waffles. Ooh, okay, waffles. Uh, Do you like to put syrup on it or just like powdered sugar? Mm -mm, Nothing. Nothing? Oh, just straight up. I like that. I like that. She's a straight up kind of woman, if you couldn't tell in this podcast. Uh, dry shampoo or throw on a hat? Oh, wh- what do you say was the soap and what? Oh, uh, dry shampoo? Like no, no spray? dry shampoo. No, so throw no. the hat on. Yes, yes. 
<laughs> throw the hat on. Okay, okay. Uh, let me think of a couple more. A hotel or bed and breakfast? Hmm, bed and breakfast. Yes. Mm. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm with you. Uh, sunset or sunrise? Uh, can I say both? Okay, we'll go with both <laughs> of yours. I love your, I freaking love your soul. You're just like, I am, I love life. I love life. I love nature. Yeah. Give me it all. <laughs> Let, let me tell you something about sunset and sunrise. Okay. I am a freaking lover of sunrises and sunsets. I'm always like, I posted this morning a sunrise mm -hmm. picture from a, yep. a stopping yep. light. And, I, and I'm always told my family, have you looked at the sun? Have you looked at the sun? I don't, I don't get to look at the sunrise every single day because yeah. I go to work at 530 in the morning. Mm. So, and my, my daughter is like, mom, it's the same sun every day. I'm saying, nope. It might be the same sun, but it doesn't bright the same every single day. So yeah, you acknowledge yeah. the sunrise every day, every day, and the sunset every single day. And that's the same way that we acknowledge each ourselves. That yeah, although yeah. we are the same person, internally we go through changes and emotionally, and that it's okay, just like the sun. So Absolutely. Yes. yes, and you and I actually saw that story, and you had said rising every day with purpose. And it the sun rising reminds us that we get to start anew. We get to let go of what happened yesterday because it's gone. All we have is now. And the sun is just a beautiful reminder of that. And I love that you take a minute every day because I'm like that. I'm like, babe, babe, did you see the sun? Do you see the sunset? And I literally stop and I just like admire it for the few seconds or a minute or something. But it's like, pay attention because the beauty is all around you mm -hmm. and it's accessible for you to tap into at any given moment. Oh, girl, I'm going to end it there. My, my girl, <laughs> tell, tell the people where we can find you. How can we be in your circle? How? If you haven't figured it out by now, I'm the grounding journey everywhere. <laughs> Yes, so .com, the, on Instagram. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. On the grounding journey. So yes. And um, if you want to connect with me, I'm the grounding journey on Instagram, on the grounding journey on Facebook. I am starting to be connected again on um, on my private Facebook group, grounding the grounding journey. Um, I'm also the grounding journey on TikTok. I got into TikTok now, so I'm the grounding journey everywhere. And hashtag the grounding journey. Hashtag yes. moms over 30. Yes. What's up? <laughs> we got to do a TikTok together, Christina. Girl, me and you. I can't wait till I come out to Florida. There are so many powerhouses out there between you and Jess and Ilona. And oh, oh my, my God. God. That that, that that would be something magical you we gotta fly you down here okay I know I want to I'm I, it's already in my like fruition in my imagery it's like I'm coming out I'm coming out to touch base with the powerhouses out in Florida because y'all bringing it y'all bringing it oh my god I love to I love to I love to and I also on the grandingjourney.com you can uh, connect with me on my yoga classes on the wonder mom circle so yes I'm very reachable and I'm also the pod my podcast is not called the grounding journey but it's called grounding with chess so love it. grounding yes. with chess because we do real talks like this so yeah we're keeping it real and and we are covering from motherhood to yoga off the mat to every anything that comes to mind and that I hear uh, and I say hmm that's something to make a podcast out of 
Let's yes. do that. So yes. grounding, grounding is the key word. Grounding. <laughs> I love that. Yes, grounding is it. That's the that's the entry point to balance in the chakra system. So yes, we get to be grounded, and you can do that with Jess on all platforms as you have heard y'all and we are always open our dms are always open messaging emails always open so if you are looking for that support system and you've come upon come across this podcast guess what you get to reach out you get to demonstrate reaching out with no transaction because we don't know you we could not know you and you get to create that for yourself because you are in control and you are a powerful mother freaking human being and we would be so honored to connect with you so if you kicked it with us this whole time we are so grateful thank you Jess oh my god like <laughs> it is an honor and a freaking privilege for real for real for real and I am grateful that you gave us and me your time this morning girl thank you like Yes, we are so connected and I feel absolutely supported by you and what you do. And I'm so grateful. So grateful. I'm truly, truly, truly grateful. And thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you all for listening to us and keeping it real and, and joking around. And also, uh, yeah, we cannot always be so serious, right? <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much, Christina. I'm, I'm very, and we share, we share a last name. You know, we share a last name. Garcia, <laughs> baby girl. Yes. Uh, I so love I'm, that. Thank you so much. My heart is so full and right now because this we get to do this and these are like things that we get to do not only for ourselves, but we get to do it for everyone out there. So I'm truly grateful for these tools that we have and that we get to have. Um, thank you. Thank you. I can wait to see you in person. I can wait to meet you and give you a big hug because let me big tell you hug. something. I'm a hugger. Me too. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe, the, 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 like the biggest thing that Kobe got taken away from me was the hugging. And I'm like, who am I going to be hugging now? <laughs> I mean, yes, I get to hug my husband and my kids, but, you know, I love to hug my friends and like really hug them, you know, and like, yes, but we, we're coming back to that little by little. We, we are. We, we are. With a on, we can, we can, we can hug each other. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, girl. I was still hugging people. I'm like, are you okay with this? Because I'm coming in. Yeah. I'm yes. coming in and you better brace yourself. <laughs> yes. I have a very few people that stay with the hug team. I'm like, Hand, hand counted, but yeah, we, we get to enjoy the talk. Yeah, so yes. I'm gonna hug you when I see you. I'm gonna hug you yes. very, very tight. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. Thank you so much, y'all. Till next